from day one I got to Elveston, I just had to make sure that the notebook followed me around everywhere and just jotting things down and I just took it in. Every little detail that uh, any leader was doing there, then I just made sure I took it in, wrote it down, mentally noted it in my head. And so when this time was coming, then I could transform into to my own leadership. I try to be a voice of this club, I try to lead by my actions, whether it's in pre-season, training now, doing the extras. I just tried to be the best possible version of myself. Thanks to the Nine Network for that audio. Morning to you, Danny. Morning, gents. Yeah, he went on to say that um, he actually uh, he carries his notebook around with him uh, where he takes notes on leadership and how to be a, you know, a leader in a club. And he actually is doing a coaching course uh, with the likes of Cody Walker, Benji Marshall, uh, I think Maddie, Maddie Moylan, um, maybe Adrian, uh, um, a couple of others I can't quite remember at the moment, but there's a few of them. And um, uh, he wants to be a coach, a first grade coach. And he's 26, I think, now, Nico Hines, and he's already got that ambition uh, firmly in his mind. So uh, it's interesting. And the other person who he actually said was doing really well in that course and creating quite an impression is Appy Corusau. Um, so there's a bunch of players out there uh, realising that there's an opportunity to be a coach. I don't know I don't know if you'd actually really want to do it, but uh, it's it's good that these guys are planning for life beyond football and um, beyond their actual playing careers. And I think that, uh, Loz, I think that um, Nico is showing all the signs of good leader and he's almost, he'd be up there with a buyer of the year, wouldn't he? I mean, I, I can't really split him and maybe Chad Townsend, um, but he's been unbelievable for the Sharks. Well, they've had a big influence on the way that the sides have played and they've brought a calmness to the teams. That's what I've found. Um, Mm. And, you know, Nico has gelled well with Matt Moylan. It's it's interesting, isn't it, when you look at the Sharks, who's been the, the, the better buy, the coach or the player? You know, a Finucane and a, and a Hines coming from the Melbourne setup gives them good leadership and quality on and off the park. Yet you've got this coach that's delivered for the Sharks and such an understated figure, but has proven himself as a wonderful assistant and now proving himself as a, as a coach. You, you know, you sort of sit back and think, who, who's had the biggest influence? Do you think? Well, I think that um, the Cronulla Club, look, they've come they've come along really well this year under Fitzian. No matter what happens from here on in, it's been a successful season. Um, but they are building. I mean, Nico uh, believes that uh, you know in the next three years they've got a premiership in them, uh, um, and it's exciting for the, for the club. I mean, it's uh, uh, they've done really well. Um, they've they've bought well. Um, you know, I still I think the way they got rid of Johnny Morris was bad, uh, but they've had good results with uh, Craig Gibbon. So it's credit to the management for that. Um, but he's but yeah he's been fantastic and it shows that you know new ish or new figures in the game as coaches can can make an impact. So it's interesting that there are so many uh, current first grade players uh, doing uh, these coaching courses and wanting to become coaches. Laurie, I don't know if you ever sort of went down that path, but um, you know, who, who provides it? Do you know, Denny? Is it the I, NRL that provide it, or the I Players should, Association, yeah, or? Yeah, I should look into it more, but I mean. Yeah. There's a bunch of them doing it, and um, yeah, it's interesting. Like I've I've talked to Appy about it actually during during Origin, and he's he's got his eyes firmly set on becoming a, a first grade coach. Uh, and obviously, this is a, a way down the track, but these are the people of the future. These are the Nico Hines. I mean, Cody Walker um, uh, was mentioned, and you know these these are the guys who 
want to be in charge of clubs. It's a, it's a tough job, but we do need new coaches in the game because uh, some of the coaches we're seeing um, getting recycled and retried, and a lot of them aren't working. Uh, and it's good to see that you know that young young players or players who are mm. currently playing have got their eyes eyes set on that. And um, it's exciting, I think, uh, going forward to think of. Poor old Nico, he won't have that nice hair though, will he? When he's when no, he's, that'll uh, be all gone. You look like Nathan Brown. Well, I, 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 you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say Brownie had that type of hair, and look at him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look at Nico. Uh, obviously, a, a strong-minded individual. He's been through a lot in his life, and um, he's he's proud to tell his story of where he's come from. Um, and he, he's a yeah, he's the key to the Sharks doing something in the finals. I mean, no one's really. Yeah, just even with their lofty position, no one's really giving them a, a hope. Um, but they've been very consistent and they play a, a good style of footy. And, and Craig Fitzgibbon's really got them got them going well. And they're, like they're, they're, it's an exciting final series. I know at the moment it's being overshadowed by um, the controversies of you know thuggish behaviour, thuggish play, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, but we we have to get excited for that final series and the fact that. Um, you know, a team who I've been quite critical of for a lot of the year, the Roosters, they've just timed it beautifully. Um, whether whether the injuries and the like are going to come now and sort of, you know, and halt them, and the Lindsay Collins suspension is big. Uh, well, actually, this is something I've been thinking about. Um, I wanted to bounce off you. You know how Lindsay Collins has got the the four weeks or whatever, because, you know, we've seen an injury to a player. Yep. Um, when did that become a thing? Like, when is it, when are we, since when has it been eye for an eye, sort of, you know, like, oh, if, you, if you've heard a bloke, you're going to get suspended. Covering the game for years, and I'm sure when you played, I we were always told that I, that doesn't come into a play. play, yeah. When, when has it become a, when has that become something? I, you know, I, I can't answer that. Denny, I, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming over the last probably 18 months, I've heard it well, a lot more said about that. injuries taken into account. Why do we do? Why is that suddenly? Like, why is that now the stand? I'm just, I'm curious. Was I might, I, I might have missed the the edict which said that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not overly critical. I just don't know why it suddenly becomes yeah. the I, rule in the game. I, I, I don't know, but I want to pick up on something that you said before about um, you know people are having comments about thuggerish behaviour. Mm. I, I, I might be a dinosaur. I actually enjoyed Here we go. it. I enjoyed it, mate. I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, look, Laurie, it's why we watch it. It's like I love watching rugby league for the confrontation as much as yeah. the tries. I mean, it's, it's something that um, most people, myself included, uh, you, you could do it, but I mean, most people couldn't perform at that level and couldn't don't have that absolute toughness uh, and resolve and will to win that we're seeing out on the field from some of these some of these players. And I know it's the wrong thing to say, but yeah, Laurie, I enjoyed it too. I mean, who didn't think? Who doesn't think the best game of the year this year was Origin Three? Yeah. Easily, yeah, easily. easily. Yes, oh, you could watch that if you could see that sort of football. That was. That was edge of the seat stuff. You, you, the the opening fifteen twenty minutes of that game was like, it was from another planet. Mm. And you, you bottle you bottle that and you take that to any you show that to any sporting organisation all around the world. You show, you, and they would be wow, look at that game. 
And that was due, due to the confrontation. And I know you don't want to see blokes getting knocked out. We don't, but that's why we, I mean, as, as you know, you're like me, you, you watch it. 100%. That's why we watch it. A hundred percent. Well, my mates were raving about it. So was mine. But, you know, and, yeah. and, and they haven't played football. They just watch football. Mm. And they just go, mate, how good was it? Yeah. That, that was the reaction from them. Now, I know there'd be a, a, a different section of supporter or, um, you know, people that want, look at the game and go, oh, we don't want to see that. But I, I, me, me personally, mm. I sat there and thought, geez, I love seeing this. I, you know, I don't like seeing cheap elbows and all that, but I get that. But the, the referee took action on we were Hargreaves. Possibly Nelson should have been been off and could have spent a week on the sideline. But, again, I, I just thought it was great theatre. Yeah, it is fantastic. Okay, Nelson's, Nelson's damn lucky. Let's just, yeah, 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 exactly. He, he, I think we all uh, agree there. But so does, so does Jared, you know. Yeah. Um, he, he's always on the edge. But these, these are the blokes you want to watch play football. I know, I know that it's... It's not what probably the mums want to see, uh, and we get in trouble for having that opinion and having that view that we like the brutality. And, and but that's what the sport is based upon. And, and the more that, I mean, the whole uh, the tackling where you, you know blokes are now not allowed to rush up out of the line. It's taking it was shoulder charges. Gonna get it, but it's just taking away the combative element and the, the fierceness of the game. And we don't want to see the Victor Radley style. You know, um, convulsion on the ground. No one wants to see it. No. But but we also want to. We don't want to lose the the combative and the brutality, the, the nature of the game. That that I you just watch and you go, well, I could never do that. And look how brave these blokes are doing it, and look how much they want to win for their teams. And that's what makes the sport so good. And, I, and it's not the popular opinion. I get it. Uh, what's the latest, buddy, on Ben Hunt and the Dragons? Interesting that um, Gus Gould had this meeting with him, Pup, um, and I spoke to him uh, after it, and he was happy to go on the record to say that the Dogs need a halfback and they need a fullback. So that, that to me, that's, that spells the end for Kyle Flanagan. Mm. Like, he's got a contract, right? But if, you, if you, your GM of football is coming out in the media and saying, we need a halfback, what does that say to the? What does that say about Kyle's future there? Mm. He played a lot of football this year, Kyle Flanagan. He's had a, he's had a real uh, good run in first grade. Ever, I think maybe like since about the first few rounds. I know he wasn't in the side initially and spent some time out of it, but he's had a long run. Um, and obviously, to me, that indicates that the Bulldogs are willing to give him a chance. And maybe he hasn't given them what they want. So that means the Bulldogs now will have. A uh, six hundred thousand or a five hundred thousand dollar halfback on their books, who they don't want, and that's a problem. Surely the Dragons don't lose Ben Hunt, though, Denny. Well, uh, they. Well, I don't know which stadium they'd tear down, but they'd tear down one of them. You know, with the Dragons, because the fans love Ben Hunt. Uh, I think that you know when you're talking, when we say Nico's in, in the contention for buyers of the year, obviously Ben Hunt is close to player of the year. I'd have him... I mean, I don't know if James Tedesco is going to poll um, as well as a Ben Hunt, but I'd have you know, I'd have Teddy right up there. But Ben Hunt's been unbelievable uh, for the Dragons. And you wouldn't think they'd be... Uh, their management would allow that to happen. Um, but the fact that 
they haven't offered him what he wants uh, is a concern. I, I thought he played almost his worst game of the year on the weekend. Uh, maybe he's been a bit rattled by it all. Um, and you wouldn't think they're going to let him go. But clubs will want him. Uh, mm. There will be half a dozen clubs who, who do want to sign him. Uh, and I think that you know it's it's a concern that the Dragons haven't yet haven't yet signed him up. So um, for for the long term, I mean, I, I know he's got another year on contract. I wouldn't be letting him go, Laurie. Would you? No, I wouldn't. He'd be the priority. You'd have to sign him. I think you need to sign him, and he's been their heartbeat for the last couple of years. And mm. as you said, he's possibly the the Dally M player this season. Talking of halfbacks, once you once you got them in this system, you. You're more likely to re-sign them than not. What's the latest with Sam Walker? Yeah, so there's, the Roosters know there's interest in Sam Walker. Uh, obviously, he's got his, the Queensland connection, um, but they've they've started talks with him. Uh, and look, Sam Walker, uh, whilst he's got that those Queensland bloodlines and connection up north, and he'd be a target for you know maybe a Dolphins or even a, a Broncos when when Adam Reynolds goes. Uh, the Roosters want to lock him down, and they usually keep their players. Um, with Walker, he grew up with a with a poster of Brad Fittler on his wall, so he's he's living his Roosters dream. So you'd think that they're a good chance of keeping him. He um he was taken out to dinner by Roosters management along with some of the other rising young stars, including Joseph Suali, um, just to sort of talk about the next generation of of Roosters players. And I see that. Um, you know, Joseph's in the in the sights of rugby and everybody else, but um, you know, it's going to take a bit to to prize him out of the Roosters organisation. You'd think. Uh, now, Damien Cook uh, has the Prime Minister on his side, of course, but uh, South still might err on the side of caution with bringing him back for the blockbuster against the Roosters Friday night. Yeah, Denny? yeah that, that's the feeling, you know. Um, the, you know. He, you know, we 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 all talk about oh, COVID's nothing, COVID's nothing. But I mean, like, I think cookies. I think that you have to be still be be a bit careful with players' fitness and their lungs and all of that. So I think it'd be a surprise if if we saw Cookie um, running out there. Uh, I don't I don't believe that South will name him. I haven't had that confirmed though. Um, so you'd expect him to have the week off, and I don't, I don't think. Um, Having a bit of time like away from footy will hurt Cookie. He, had, he was part of the Origin campaign um, and and the like. So you know, I think that he's got he's got a fair bit. Uh, he's got a lot of miles under his legs at the moment. So it'd be good for him to to recover properly. And he's got his new baby as well. And uh, yeah, the entire family I think have been um, battling this COVID at the moment. So he probably need a, a bit of time out. And Sam Burgess just on Souths, uh, certainly heading back to the club uh, next year. And it'd be good to see Sam back in the NRL in, uh, well, in a coaching yeah. capacity, of course. Yeah, you know, the, the Rabbitohs went about it quietly, but they wanted to make sure that the NRL uh, were happy with everything with Burgess. So they've been talking to them uh, just to make sure that he's, he's, he's met all the requirements so there can be no one who blows up when he comes back to South. So he's, he's going through the final stages of all that, but he has been cleared and, uh, I think that um, he's he's done everything that, and he's doing everything that the NRL uh, will want him to to be considered to be a first grade uh, assistant coach, and he's going to be fantastic for for the Rabbitohs. Uh, probably he'll probably start you think November one with them, big, a big addition to the club. Danny, thanks so much, mate. Thanks for having me on, guys.